everyone. Hope you are doing well. We have a special treat for you today, brought to you by some wonderful, wonderful women who are currently serving on the leadership team in our church. So much wisdom, so many gems were shared. We hope you enjoy. Thanks everyone for tuning in and listening. This is the Southern Connecticut Church of Christ podcast, and I'm excited because we are sitting here with the women who are part of the leadership team of the Southern Connecticut Church. And we figured we'd do a roundtable discussion, just talking about different topics. Um, we know that our world is in a chaotic place right now, so it would be um, just a perfect time to talk about different things. And um, I'm excited. So without further ado, I'll have everyone here introduce themselves. So you can get to know them if you don't know them already. And we'll start with Denise. Well, hi everyone. I'm Denise Goodman and I live in Stratford, Connecticut. I'm married to my wonderful husband, Fred. We have twins who are 20. Hi, Quentin and Camille. Hope you're doing well out there. <laughs> and I work um, in uh, construction as a community relations manager and also manage our diversity, equity, and equality initiatives. Nice to be here. Yeah. Hey, nice. <laughs> Hi everyone, it's great to be here. Um, I'm looking forward to this time together. My name is Marquetta Wilson. Um, I live in New York, I'm married, and I've been married for 26 years. And we have a son who's 19 years old. Um, I work as an HR professional, and I love opportunities like this just to share um, and engage in discussions that help others to think and bring, bring thought to how we should live and who we should be. Amen. Um, hi, I'm Octavia Oliver. I am a uh, math teacher at a middle school in the inner city, and I have two adult children, uh, Jeremy and Zoe, um, and I've been married for 27 years, and I'm super excited. Did I forget anything? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this discussion and where the Holy Spirit takes it. I'm Cheryl Roundtree. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I live in Westport with John. We have two adult children, Ben and Sarah, and uh, this is going to be a great conversation because we are here as a group of women who truly and deeply love God and love each other, and want to talk about just what we've been through and uh, you know where we're going from a spiritual perspective. Thank you, Cheryl. I do love you. <laughs> My name is Florence Sackinger, and uh, I have uh, the honor of, of serving uh, full-time in the ministry for the Southern Connecticut Church of Christ, and um, been able to do this for a long time, and um, I love what I do. I've been married for 35 years. I have three children, um, two boys who are married, and I have two great daughter-in-laws, and I have a daughter. And I have two granddaughters, and so um, I have a full life, a life that I'm really grateful for. Uh, we're going to be having some great discussion today, I, I think, about things that actually uh, are lessons I've learned and lessons I'm continuing to learn, and um, and what fun to do with some of the women that I love and respect the most. So yeah. I look forward to it. Awesome. Hi everyone, my name is Lamisha Genova, and it seems like I'm the baby of the group. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, my husband and I, um, his name is Patrick, um, we lead the youth and family ministry at the Southern Connecticut Church, and I'm so happy to be here. 
um, just to hear different perspectives and wisdom from these ladies. Um, we have some really cool topics we want to talk about. And um, yeah, and just a little, just one last thing about me. I have a little cute 18 month old. Um, his name is Jacob and you know, I love him to death. So yeah, but anyway, I just, I'm so grateful to be here and to talk about, um, you know, whatever, whatever God wants us to really share with you guys. So I'm just excited to, to join you. Awesome. Well, on that note, I will let you guys take it away with all the different things that you discussed and topics that you have on mind just to talk about. And, yeah, we're excited to hear. Maybe I'll kick us off, yes, right? right? We need a kickoff. Yes, we do. <laughs> Not that I know much about football or anything, but um, I know that we had a, a discussion a few weeks ago and we um, really felt like the spirit was moving and we felt like, wow, let's let's do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the things that we discussed was just what does it really look like to be spiritually mature? Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about just how important, you know, really studying the Bible and being in your Bible and and uh, and how challenging, even though we have more time right now with COVID, um, how challenging that really has been even for some of us. And uh you know, as we were talking, we know for, for all of us, that has been such a source of strength that we would have never been able to get through or, or navigate through some of the difficult times we've been through as disciples of Jesus if we really didn't have the word. Right. So maybe we can talk about that first. I think that was one of the things that we started off our conversation. And then that led us down a road of a lot of other things that we'll get to. Uh, but maybe let's start with that, you know, just learning how to have a spiritual mindset and really relying on the word to mature us and, and guide us and help us to navigate life. So maybe whoever yeah, wants to yeah, can I, start with that. Yeah, I can start. Um, definitely, I think lately I've been having just some feelings about everything going on with the election and everything. And I just found myself fearful, you know, and um, that emotion could easily have just taken over me. Um, but you know, I had to deal with it obviously and work through my feelings, feelings aren't bad, but um, I knew I had to commit to just reading the word. And it was very, it was cool because it was very clear to me what I needed to study, <laughs> you know? And so I just went to my Bible and I started studying out fear and wow, did that like really help my emotion to kind of, to just calm and to find peace in, in God's word. And, but you know, that's something that I knew I had to do, you know, to be, to mature, to, to be a leader even, to, you know, not just stick in that place of, you know, like inertia, like I just was kind of stuck in that place and I knew I had to get out of it. So I'm like, I know the word is going to help me get out of it. And so I just read some amazing scriptures and I just realized, wow, my fear is completely misplaced. Here I am fearing people, but God is who I need to fear. Right. And so I was like, whoa, that was just totally blew my mind. And so, yeah, I just think, you know, the word is just so important because we all, I mean, we're women, everyone has feelings, everyone has emotions, but then it's just, for me, it's taking it to the next level. And I think that's kind of like spiritual maturity, just go to the word and and let it kind of work through you and and help you through what you're feeling. Because again, feelings aren't bad. I have to always Mm -hmm. tell myself that feelings aren't bad. We're here, Jesus had feelings, Mm -hmm. you know, but he always went to God in prayer. And and so, um, yeah, it's just kind of what I've been going through lately. That's awesome, Nisha. Anybody else? Yeah, thanks, Lanisha, because I think that, um, you know, you're reminding us that once we do go to the Word for times that um, we're struggling with our feelings and our emotions, we get the um, we get the knowledge and the validation 
that being in God's word and learning from the scriptures really does satisfy all our yes. needs. Mm -hmm. And I think what can happen in life is whether it's difficult trial, you know, trying times as we're in now, I don't know anyone that is not facing some challenge right now, mm. whether it's COVID or the finances, right. you know, or the political system or the social injustice. Yeah. Everyone is impacted by one of those things to some extent or another. And I think that in difficult times or even in okay times, a lot competes for our attention. Yeah. Yeah. And if we don't have a solid relationship with God and his word, that that, that, that is like we can trust that to get yeah. us through these times. Yeah. Then it becomes very, it can be very difficult to not turn to even a friend. Mm. You know, you can turn to a friend. You can, people turn to, us women, we sometimes turn to food. Mm -hmm. We sometimes turn to television yes. to get distracted and soothed. Sometimes yeah. we turn to shopping. Online shopping is at an all-time mm -hmm. high right now. Mm -hmm. So I think some women can turn to different kinds of medications and drugs mm -hmm. to numb and, and soothe them. So I think that it's like being aware that the world will will compete, mm -hmm. you know, with God and his word and his message and his truth. Mm -hmm. And that the more we can, um, in a sense, establish like a, a relationship, a pattern with God's yeah. word, it can really be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So for me personally, I just have this routine where I, I allow myself to have time in God's word before I allow myself to indulge in other morning activities. That yeah. also might be very pleasurable. Yeah. Yeah. Because so many times a little thing can just take my attention. It could be the dishwasher needing to be unloaded or the laundry needing to be thrown in. I will feel full yeah. to it's want to true. throw a load of laundry in yeah, you know, in yep, the morning yep. or empty my dishwasher because it's gratifying mm -hmm. and it's fast. Right. But God's word takes a few more moments yeah. to mm -hmm. quiet my mind and calm, you know, and sort of like calm my thoughts and really sit and focus. But that is the truth that, that has shown for me at least the only place I'll honestly get my heart at peace. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. Cheryl. Yeah. You know the I love having uh, Cheryl in our group because it really <laughs> helps us to, for me to remember all of the other things that I may be thinking, but I don't have um, you know a, an expression of what those are. So yeah. thank you, Cheryl, for that. <laughs> yeah. And um, I too get distracted and and can wander off. So for me, I've just been really trying to stay close to God and to His Word. I, I wanted to share um, Micah six, which is one of my favorite scriptures, verse eight. Where it says, he has shown you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. And I think through this whole pandemic, I've just been, um, you know, God helped me to just know what, what you want, what's required for me to stay close to you, and to really to walk humbly. Because you really don't know what's going to happen every day. I'm like, oh my, nothing is in my control. I can't fix this. I can't change that. Um, I can't make it go away. I can't hug my friends anymore like I can't control anything mm -hmm. um, so I just have to kind of look to God and let him say here's what you can do here's mm -hmm. what's possible and that gives me um, direction mm -hmm. so I can actually turn away from my dishwasher <laughs> which is hard so I can like focus on God and just focus on um, staying in a humble place mm -hmm. yeah that I can get through this well, yeah. that's awesome <laughs> you know and one of the things I love about the Bible is that it's always true. Mm -hmm. So 
I may not like what it says. I may be wrestling with what it tells, what God is mm-hmm. telling me to do. Right. But when I come back to it, it doesn't matter if it's today, tomorrow, 10 years from now, the same truth holds. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing else in life that's like that, where it's just mm-hmm. that factual matter of a fact, it's yeah. settled because God said it. Mm-hmm. And so that gives me confident when I, confidence when I have to wrestle with what I want and what God wants me to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then going back to what's true and just remembering even how Jesus overcame and he was able to push through hard times because he knew what was written. Yes. Like he, he clung to, nope, here's what God said. Nope, here's what's written. Yeah, that looks good. That seems like it's easier, but here's what God has called mm-hmm. me to. And so that's what I always want to remember. You know, when I, you know, get off and doing my own thing, get distracted, I don't want to take what it is that's hard. I'd rather mm-hmm. take an easier way or an easier road or the emotions get in the way. Mm-hmm. I try to hold on and remember, wait, wait, this is true. This isn't about feelings. It isn't about emotions. It isn't even about a culture mm-hmm. because what God captured in the Bible is the heart of man. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what it speaks to. And when I remind myself of that, that's when I can be steadfast and strong right. And mm-hmm. take on the humility that God mm-hmm. wants or yes. be the woman that God wants me to be. It's not always easy, right. but yes. I have to remind myself if I hold to it and cling to it, it's true mm-hmm. and it'll get me through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But what you're describing, Marquetta, is is what it means to mature. You, don't, it, you know, maturity doesn't come just because, you know, you check off a list and you read mm-hmm. your Bible and you read some scriptures. Maturity right. comes through working through it and really using the scripture to work on your character you know what what in my character isn't like god you know what in my character you know needs some fine-tuning on you know and so i'm going to go into my bible and i'm going to use the word to work on me Mm -hmm. so that i can be a mature woman and um, i'm so grateful for that because nobody's going to work on me like God right? Yeah. And, and so I can fight him, but he'll wrestle back because yeah. he has, he has my best interest at heart, you know? Yeah. Um, but one of the things I want to do, I want to send this over to somebody in our group because I feel like she's really good at this is, um, Octavia. I feel like Octavia's done a great job at just really going into the Bible and, and taking scripture mm-hmm. and really applying it um, to the situation at hand. Yes. Yes. Maybe you can share, okay. Octavia. Yeah, well, speaking of the situation at hand, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know if anybody's noticed, but um, 2020 has been quite a year. Mm-hmm. We've had um, a plague. Um, we had a tornado come through my town. We've had killer bees. Right. Um, yeah. We have basically had what was going on in Exodus. Mm-hmm. So when we went into lockdown, um, I was like, well, this has happened before, so let's see how God handled it. Mm-hmm. And so what I've been doing is I've been reading through Exodus every morning. Um, I don't like have a set amount that I read, but then I try to put it in modern terms, like what you were talking about, like how God's word is so mm-hmm. relevant. Like yeah. it's not this archaic, outdated mm-hmm. thing. It is truly living and active. And so when I re- read through Exodus, I've even had friends on Facebook like, "What, what, what's coming next? Like, <laughs> which, which plague are we on now?" Um, <laughs> but um, with everything that's been going on, Exodus has actually been helping me mm. not be afraid wow. when the tornado passed through mm. my town, not be afraid when the killer bees were coming, mm. not be afraid when 
you know, COVID hit and, you know, the next wave is coming. I just feel like it sort of prepped me for the life that I'm living. Mm -hmm. And it's been done before. There is nothing new under the sun. Right. And it may be new for us, but it's not new to God. Right. And he's the one that's going to teach me how to get through it. That's not to say that, like, I don't have my scares or, mm-hmm. like, different things right. happen. Um, but really looking to God, like, God, please, you say you work for the good of those who love you. How are you going to work in this situation? Mm-hmm. So that's something that's that I've been thinking for. <laughs> that's something that I've been like really trying to do practically, and I've been posting it to social media, yeah. um, even though I've taken a hiatus off of Facebook. Um, but I've been posting it daily, and even though, I, like, I know people see it mm-hmm. because I want something else to be on their timeline. Yes. I want something else to be in their newsfeed, other than the really scary triggering um volatile kind of divisive things that are happening just just trying to put something else out there Mm -hmm. it's awesome i know one of the other subjects and so if it's okay i'm going to change the other subject um one of the other subjects that we did talk about was because during this time obviously um not only has our time with god and and really our time in the word be some something we've had to fight for um but also our time together you know really Mm -hmm you know, really fighting for fellowship, mm-hmm. community, yeah. for our fi- the family of God. Yeah, and yeah. so one of the things we talked about was mm-hmm. just, you know, the effort that it's really taken for us to stay connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and that how, you know, there's a force out there that doesn't want us to stay connected. So maybe we can talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, there's a scripture that talks about uh, don't give up meeting together. Don't make it a habit. Right. You know, there's, there's, it's, it's something we have to really fight for to make it a habit to be that family and not get distracted or sidetracked or, um, you know, by the world, even though meeting together now, it takes a little bit more effort and creativity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's, let's just talk about, you know, maybe our convictions or what you've even learned maybe through this time, um, that's been important for you that, you know, we think is a, is a good topic to, to pass on. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that women listening, um, you know, it's it's interesting that who we hang out with influences us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, Florence, as you're talking about, you know, us who believe in God, believe in Jesus, and love the Word, it's so important for us to stay, to, to meet, to connect, to somehow continue to be with each other. Because we need that, we need the truth and the knowledge and the grace that we each offer each other mm-hmm. to be as high in our lives. Mm-hmm as all of the other influences that right. can pull us down. Because right now, as Misha was saying earlier, it is a time where there's a lot of women that are afraid. There is a lot of fear out there. And us women can be very led by our emotions. And so I think the, the, the beauty and the need to be together is so that we keep kind of our emotional sides in some check, mm-hmm. like that they don't run us, they mm-hmm. don't control us, but that we do by example with each other and in relationship with each other, remind each other mm-hmm. that the word really is what we want to be controlled by. Yeah. You know, in, in essence, that that's how we want to live our lives, life and doctrine. Mm-hmm. So I think meeting together for me is refreshment. Mm-hmm. Like I was looking forward to this because I am careful in the I'm careful in my days. Mm-hmm. I am following right. rules right. of safety mm-hmm. and precaution. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's wise. Right. I just think that's smart wise because there is a very real virus out there a very real illness however 
it's like if we can create some opportunities outdoors that are safe, then let's keep doing that somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is a refreshment we need as we have to fight the battle mm -hmm. with the devil and with evil that mm -hmm. does want to distort us, destroy us, just divide us, mm -hmm. you know, and really um, damage our relationships. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so meeting true. together is a great um, practice to keep us refreshed and uh, and filled with hope and yeah. joy. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like for, like, I'm a, I'm a social creature. And so going into lockdown was kind of driving me crazy. Um, so, again, in the Bible, like, what did they do before the internet? Like, what did they do before vehicles? What did they do in the first century when they were being persecuted and they had to hide in caves? Like, God knows that we need each other. Yeah. That's why he gives us each other. We just have to be more creative in how we interact mm -hmm. with each other. Yeah. And it takes... It takes effort. Mm -hmm. It takes maybe overcoming fear. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's, you know, the resistance to, well, I want things the way they used to be. I mm -hmm. want to be able to do this. I want to be able, well, okay, what you can't. Um, so just figure out something different. And it's like, I, I'm hoping that I found a way to express my need and my love for those people who are close. It's also, you know, sort of been kind of telling about exposing things in relationships that I have as well. Mm -hmm. um, Things that I thought were there aren't there. It's like, oh, wait a minute, what does that mean? Um, and really, the effort, and just I don't know whether I got lazy, but um, just physically going and being in the presence of somebody else is so important to me. Mm -hmm. um, and so, I've had to be creative and find ways that when I do interact, that here's something that shows you that I've been thinking about you. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, and just like. It's sort of like practicing the presence of Jesus because he's not physically with us, but we mm -hmm. have to find creative ways to connect with him yeah. and with God. So for me, as much of a challenge as this has, it's been a real challenge <laughs> um, that I've, you know, I've, I've done what I could, made a right. phone call, yeah. sent a text, sent an email. Um, I got Marco Polo. Like there's, there's yeah. all kinds of like yeah. communicating <laughs> apps out there that I'm discovering, but I still, if I can, try to make a physical mm -hmm. contact, which mm -hmm. is harder now that I'm working, because in the summer I had the time right. to just go anywhere in the state. Right. Um, so yeah, it really is about being creative, mm -hmm. right? because yes. I know how important relationships yeah. yes. are. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And um, so yeah. that's why yeah. I came out. No, it's funny because, you know, Octavia says she's a social being, but I'm more of an introvert, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So, right? So I feel like there's that temptation for like comfort and yes. I just want to be by myself and you know. Yeah. But, but the funny thing is that I think before COVID, I've had a habit of getting out of myself, you know? And so when COVID started, I was just like, oh no, I need to think of creative ways. I still need to keep doing that because I can easily underestimate the value of being together. Right. And then when I come out, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing, you know? Yeah. Like, and so for me, it's always a, it's always that cycle. And so, but I've just always found that, man, I get so refreshed. I'm just, I'm happier. I'm a different person. I just need to get outside, you know? And I think, um, because, you know, I'm a youth and family minister. So when you say creative, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've had to get so creative mm -hmm. um, with these girls. And we've had like cool times outside and we craft outside and, you know, in the backyard and we're distance and it's, mm -hmm. you know, have masks on. And so I've just had to find cool, fun ways to even keep them, you know, because mm -hmm. they're in school for, I mean, how many hours yeah. on their laptop yeah, and yeah. are maybe some of them go in and 
So they're after that they're exhausted, mm-hmm. and so it's not it's not only for adults, but the, the teens are really suffering now. And so yes. um, I've just had to find creative ways to just engage them. And um, one teen I I hung out with her. It was after after um, her classes, and she sat down and she was just exhausted. So I said, all right, let's just craft. And as we're crafting, she's getting more energy and she's mm-hmm. having fun and she's talking. And I'm like, wow, look at that. You know how being <laughs> together can me pushing myself to meet with other people and meeting with teens it's it's just been so rewarding and mm-hmm. and i think sometimes we can use our it showed me that i can use my gifts like we need to be using our gifts for the kids even, yeah. even now yep. you know and not and not hiding those things but figuring out new ways to use our mm-hmm. talents yeah. and, and so that just enriches us like it just it boosted my spirit you know and mm-hmm. and so I've been crafting like crazy. Yay! <laughs> you know? I'm like, wow, I would have never done this if it wasn't for COVID. And so, right. um, so yeah, meeting together is mm-hmm. just, it's, it has, it just, it's my lifeline, mm-hmm. you know, to stay spiritually grounded and, and normal. Because right. you get weird when you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can shut up for a minute. Yeah, right. So, yeah. you know, so yeah. It's been, it's been, it's I've been good. encouraged by some of the, um, you know, more mature women mm-hmm. who have, like myself, learned how to overcome, you know, technology. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wow, I'm listening to podcasts, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. YouTube things that I've never thought I'd ever, you know, yeah. have interest yeah. in doing. Um, even Zoom, which has been a technology that, like, okay, all of us suddenly have become, you know, Zoom experts, and yeah. now, you know, my husband and I have learned how to, like, play games on Zoom with sure. our friends, so that, you know, and my 20-year-olds taught me this, wow. so it's, like, such a great time, even to think about how the generations are helping one another yes. to yes. Get, push past this, because yes. I think, you know, as a mature woman, you could easily be home and just think, I've got to do i'm tired maybe i'll just you know take my time to relax and um this is a nice quiet you know uh prelude um Mm -hmm. to we'll wait for the next time but you know i think about for me you know uh, matthew 6 it says seek first his kingdom and his righteousness so it's still this as octavia was saying you need this energy this seeking energy and you know otherwise you can shut yourself in at home and days will pass and I remember there are days when I wouldn't even step outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, yeah. there's a whole world out there. Yeah. And yeah. the media is telling me, don't leave. You know, I remember going to the supermarket and everybody was looking at each other very like skittish. Mm-hmm. Like, don't breathe this way. Yeah. Yeah. Don't touch that piece of fruit. Oh. Don't do this. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, God's like, you know, remember to keep seeking his kingdom, his people. Right. Because otherwise, you know, you're just being shriveled up. Yes. Um, yes. So it's been a real um, push. Yes. So I've been in, in, enjoying trying yeah. to find my creativity. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, mm-hmm. Lamisha, you're naturally creative, but I'm like, oh, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But now it's like pushing me to like not, um, you know, get set in your ways mm-hmm. as a mature person and not push past mm-hmm. so wow. you can keep going for it. Wow. So that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love your point, Denise, about seeking. Mm-hmm. You know, I think maybe we got so comfortable with the structure and it became a habit of what we did. And now what I'm finding is that I need to be much more deliberate Mm -hmm. and having those relationships and building those relationships. Mm -hmm. And I have to create my own structure sometimes in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so I hope, you know, as we come through this and come out of this, that I won't lose sight of that, that I will continue that kind of very active seeking of building relationship and community Mm -hmm. and connectivity with people, because it really is easy to rely on a structure or how it's always Mm -hmm. been done instead of 
actively being out there and engaging in relationships and being mm-hmm. able to pull people into my life. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. as this all fades away, I don't want to lose what I've learned during this time. Yes. And I think that, that God wants us to learn that mm-hmm. in this moment. What else can we do? Right. Yes. You know, did we, it, it was easy to become lazy, sure right, is. in our relation, yeah. in yeah. relationships. Because yeah. this is the way I've always done it and it's going to be there. <laughs> and now what it takes. So I don't want to lose that, mm-hmm. you know, as things continue yeah. to change. Well, I think that's so, um, so interesting that you say that, Marquetta, because this whole idea of structure, you yeah. know, and I think... You know, a lot of times in the first century, you know, they lo- they didn't always have that structure because right. of persecution mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, I just feel like we've got to have a conviction. How will I live out the one another scriptures? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's, it's not for somebody else to tell me, hey, Florence, here's how you live out the one another scriptures yeah. by coming to church, coming mm-hmm. to, you know, your community group. You know, I have to decide how will I live out the one another scriptures because yeah. they're in there for each disciple. Yep. So I think what's really important and, and one of the things we did talk about is and that I really want to, you know, put out there, especially for those listening, is just, you know, figuring out how will I live out the one another scriptures. Right. You know, uh, not waiting for somebody to tell you, you know, here's how you're going to do it. Right. But, you know, when you look at what they were like in the first century. How can we imitate that? Mm -hmm. And then I also love what we were just, when we just did the whole thing on Ruth, we learned so many things. But but one of them was this whole concept, which was so new for me even, of of seeing this in Ruth, was, you know, fighting for the family community and for the family line over self. Mm. You know, and that, you know, putting the one another scriptures into practice takes selflessness. Mm. Yeah takes you know it it was easy you could go to church you could talk to people at church now you have to figure out well how will i fellowship this week how will i encourage somebody i'm not going to just see them on sunday to do that Mm -hmm. and so it's it's really what we learned in ruth it's putting the family community the family line over self Mm -hmm. and so uh, i know that 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 is a challenge to constantly deny ourselves and figure out you know how can i seek first god's kingdom and uh, really build the family of Wow, what an insightful and inspiring discussion. I'm so grateful that these women decided to record this and that we got to hear their heart and perspectives on these really important topics. With everything going on in today's society, it is so important to hold on to these truths and to make sure that we are fighting to cling to Jesus and each other even more during this time. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I hope that you were able to relate to it And I encourage you to reflect on these topics and ask yourself, how am I doing in these areas? In what ways can I grow? Let's lift each other up and fight to keep our present circumstances from hindering our ability to seek first his kingdom. Feel free to share this episode with a friend, but until next time, thanks for listening. This has been an episode of the Southern Connecticut Church of Christ podcast. Please subscribe so you can keep up to date with the latest podcast.